Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Twin Lepathy Real Talk Podcast, where we keep it real all the time and all the time we keep it real. And I am your host, Queen Angel. And I am your ho- uh, ho-host. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am your co-host, Mocha Sweets. And we are the Wonder Twins. Hey, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You are hilarious, dude. <laughs> I can't <talk> today. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. So, how was your week? Oh, my week has been good. It was a short week because, you know, of course, it was Christmas um, in the middle of the week. So it was a very short week for for us. I had to go back to work the next day. And um, so I'm glad it's the freaking weekend. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, it was a short week. Um, I was off Tuesday, um, which Christmas Eve. And I was off Wednesday for Christmas. Then I had to go back to work on Thursday. And I worked Friday and I'm off today. So yeah, it was a short week. Um, Christmas was good. Um, you know, spent it with my sons and you know family here. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And now we're on to New Year's is coming up. Yeah, do you have any plans for New Year's? Um, I have uh I'm going to like a little New Year's Eve get together and um that's about it. And then um New Year's Day I plan on hanging out with my bestie. Um, that's from Germany. He lives in Hamburg, Germany. So, and he comes down here to visit. So, um, I will be spending the day with him. Um, for, for, for Christmas, I didn't do anything. I I um, didn't even cook dinner. I just stayed in bed all day. I went and watched the, the grandbabies open their gifts, and I came back home and got into bed. And I was in the bed all day. Didn't do a damn thing. Hey. Yeah, that it was is my what favorite. it is. It is. Yeah. yeah, it is what it is. It's for the kids now, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. So this is episode twenty-five, girl. Yes, we getting up there. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and you know, I thought when we got to episode ten, that was a milestone. But we're at episode twenty-five, and that's a huge milestone. So yeah. I'm really, really proud of us. Yes, me too. I'm very proud of us. Yes. So we are going to be talking to two of our bright brothers who are amazing cooks. Yes. Girl, they throw down in the kitchen, honey. In the kitchen, um, cooking, you know, entrees. I call them entrees. Okay. Yes. And also desserts and they also make drinks so we're gonna have our two brat brothers when we come back from a break all i have to say is i'm so excited for this episode oh me too oh me too i am so excited and i'm ready to hear about food yes me too it just rises something happens in me when i think about food like yes so well we're gonna go on a break and then when we come back, we're going to introduce our guests to the show. So yeah. you guys stay tuned. Yes, yeah, stay tuned. The Wonder Twins are bringing it to you guys again. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, we will be right back. Right back at you. This is about to be so much fun. Like, (laughs) we always have fun. We do. We always have fun. <laughs> yeah, y'all. Like I'm telling y- y'all, uh, y'all podcast helped me get down the road on many a days. Oh, that's so great to hear. I love to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. Especially, especially when I'm tired and I need I need to hear some crazy some craziness. I can count on y'all. Yes. All right. Okay. Dre, Dre, you yes. Hey, Dre. Hey, twins. How are you? Good. Good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. What's up, Dre? What's up, Curtis? You doing all right? Yeah, bro. I'm doing all right. Hanging out here. Good. Good. I'm about, to, about to teach these women a thing or two about the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Teach me, baby. Teach me. Me too. Shit. The kitchen okay. is not just the room to have sex in. <laughs> Although it is a great place to improvise. Yes, sir. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. All okay. kind of tools and utensils. Oh, exactly. Lord have mercy. Welcome back to Twin Lepathy Real Talk Podcast. And y'all know who y'all with, the Wonder Twins. Yes. Yes. So we have two special guests on with us today because we're talking about men in the kitchen. Okay. Yes. Men in the kitchen. That's just the sexiest thing ever. Yes. Men in the kitchen. Yes, it is. And these two, they know how to throw down in that kitchen. Um, We're going to introduce them now. So first, we have... Mr. Andre Mays on with us. Hi. Hey, twins. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing fine today. I'm doing fine today. How you ladies doing? We are doing fabulous. Ready to get into this with y'all. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And we also have Mr. Curtis Patterson, who is also a brat brother of ours. How you doing, Mr. Curtis? I'm doing all right, ladies. How y'all doing today? Oh, absolutely wonderful. Glad to have you guys on. This is episode 25. Yes, we're a quarter of a century, y'all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, 25. Those were some good years. Oh, yes. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I wish I could go back, but I kind of do like, like my 40s now. You know, I'm having fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh whoa look listen at that laugh <laughs> okay so first i want to ask mr mays um so how long have how long have you been cooking oh wow uh i've been cooking since i was 10 years old oh wow, wow. okay 10 years old yeah. yes and, uh, Started in uh, I started watching my grandmother's because my mom, she worked the third shift. So she would sleep while I was active. So I watched my grandmother and I've got the burns on my face and on my chest from 
uh, being splashed by grease and walking in the hot pots to prove it. Oh, wow. You got some battle wounds, huh? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So did you always, I mean, you know, we learn young. Uh, we also learned when we were young from our grandmother because she raised us as well. My mom, she was a young mother. She had us when she was 16 years old. So gran- granny, she was the one who really taught us how to cook. We started scrambling eggs when we were like three, four years old. So yeah, <laughs> um, at that point when you started watching your grandmother, did you, that's when you, you know, became interested in cooking? Uh, yeah. I would say that it was it was earlier than 10 like you said scrambling eggs or uh, making dough for biscuits and, and, and making a dough for a cobbler or something and, and it, it took off from there but with me my grandmother had a stroke when I was 10 mm-hmm. and it, it paralyzed her so she was, she was paralyzed on her right mm-hmm. side so uh, as a family we had to come together so I had to do my part. Right. And my part, luckily, was cooking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. And so from there, you developed your love of cooking. Then. Right. I, I developed, it just became a passion. It was an outlet for me. Okay. Mm. All right. Sounds good. Okay. And Mr. Curtis, what about you? I want to say, I mean, I, I watched my grandmother, you know, especially around Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, the holidays, I watched my grandmother and them do their thing <clears throat> because other than playing sports, you know, I used to just sit. I, I was one of those people that I learned by watching. Mm-hmm. So in 80, 83, when we moved to South, from Georgia to South Carolina to Fort Jackson, my mom was working, my dad was working. I was the oldest of six. So when I came, when I get, got home from school, it was like somebody had to cook. Right. So I just got in the kitchen one day and my mommy took some chicken out and uh, I made some chicken, rice and corn. And my mom was like, who taught you how to cook? I said, I watch y'all. <laughs> and ever since then, you know, I would I would always cook. And then when uh, we got when we got to Germany, uh, I want to say that was 86. We our we got to Germany in October, so Thanksgiving we were still in a hotel because I don't think we moved until like right before Christmas. So the following Thanksgiving, my mom was like, "All right, come on, man, you're gonna get in this kitchen to do." Mm-hmm. So we got in the kitchen, and you know, you know, in Germany, them kitchens wasn't that big, so you know, we my mom got in the kitchen and we cooked for literally for my dad's entire unit because everybody was at our house. Wow. And uh, my dad, I told my dad, I said, you know, we got the estates because my dad and them used, to, my dad and his friend, um, Master Sergeant Holloway, used to go to Wordsburg to this farm and buy, you know, meats and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I told my dad, I said, we got all these cube steaks. Why not fire up the grill? I mean, we talking Dornstadt, Germany, December, snow on the ground. My dad looked at me. He was like, your ass gonna be the one out there on that grill. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my first experience on the grill, you know. So it it's just been a real love of mine. And then like 
a lot of my recipes that I do now, like my crock pot ribs, I learned how to do that on the truck when I, because I'm a truck driver and I used to be over the road. And in my truck, I had a refrigerator, microwave, George Foreman grill, uh, crock pot, and um, you know all of, all the comforts of home. Wow. And I, yeah, I just started doing mix. You know, cooking is mainly putting together something you think is going to taste good and if it tastes good to you hmm, it could it, it should taste good to everybody else exactly okay, okay. Yeah. so you so andre you you can throw some stuff together and and have a a meal of course okay that, that's the that's the easy part when i mean think about it you go in your kitchen you look around your kitchen and you don't see nothing to eat but you open up the cabinets, you find a couple of cans of vegetables. Mm-hmm. Open the refrigerator, you got some meat, you got some rice, some bread, you know. So you just get in there, you throw something together, you know. Put, mm-hmm. of course, you got to use the proper the proper seasonings. Right. Right. So you you put mm-hmm. them seasonings together, and you come out with a hell of a meal from yeah. nothing. Hell yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 being creative in the kitchen is all it is. It's it's an art form, really. That it is true. Okay, so what is your specialty dish? We'll start with you, Mr. Mays. Honestly, <laughs> to say John, that I have more a, than one. Yeah, to say I have a specialty, you know, it's it's one of those situations where. My grandmothers were perfectionists when it came down to cooking. So if it wasn't right to us, it's not going to be right to anybody else. And with one grandmother, she was great with pies and and cookies and cobblers. Another grandmother couldn't cook a a pie or a cobbler to save her (laughs) life, but she could make some cakes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And, um, it would be I, I grew up in in Tennessee I'm, I'm a country boy so I would say a real soul food dinner like the black eyed peas a ham or a turkey and dressing uh, just to say I have a specialty uh, it would clog your arteries people <laughs> people really fall in love with the cheeseburger egg rolls Ooh, what Cheeseburger yeah. egg rolls? I've never had those. Cheeseburger egg rolls? You're going to have to yeah. send me that recipe, bro. <laughs> 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 we can talk about it, bud. And, and you know what? I'm glad you said recipe. I don't mean no harm. I don't have recipes. <laughs> I just do it to the look. You can I just eyeball it, huh? Right. When it? When it looks right to you, it looks right to you. I know the right. stuff in there, but to say that I wrote down some recipes, because like my mom's mom, she couldn't read and write very well. Okay. But she would give me the little recipe thing so I could read it, and it was it was helping me with my reading, and I didn't understand at that point. But that's what she was doing. She was trying to get me prepared for life. But wow. she would be like, "Give me a pinch of this," and I'm like, "Well, your hand's bigger than mine at this point. What's my pinch gonna be?" Like, <laughs> But I, I I have a friend who lives in South Carolina, and she she asked me for a recipe for lasagna, and I'm like, I sent her a recipe off Pinterest, and she kind of got upset. 
because she was like, I thought you had something. And that's when I tried to explain, you know, like my favorite lasagna would be a lasagna Florentine with turkey, ground turkey, and the spinach. And I make an Alfredo sauce for it. Ooh. But to tell you the recipe for it, I have to look at it and be like, okay, how many people coming over? That's well, how many people coming over. It needs to be this big. So I need to do this X, Y, and Z. But to just write down and say, here you go, this recipe right here will feed four people. Adjust it to the amount of people that you have coming. No, I don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, and wow. and and honestly, like, okay, say for the cheeseburger egg rolls, this is me. I know if I'm gonna make the cheeseburger egg rolls, I'm gonna use five pounds of ground turkey. I'm gonna use two pounds of American cheese. I'm gonna use a small jar of pickle relish, and I'm gonna cook my onions and my garlic in with my ground beef. Then when it starts to look right, when it's out, that's when I'm gonna put the cheese in. Mm. Okay. That's so good. Yeah, so it's it's in the skillet, there's a sauce. It's like you're like, all right, cool. <laughs> but when I get ready to put it in the in the egg roll wrapper, I'm gonna add some more cheese. And depending on who's coming over, I'm gonna put some lettuce in there, I'm gonna put some more onions or some pickles in there because I know who's coming over. Right. right. Wow. Weed. That's okay. Oh, good. That does sound good. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. Damn. I'm hungry already. I know. I'm thinking about getting out of the rolls. I'm getting horny as shit. Ooh. Well, well. Ooh. Damn. Okay. So, Curtis, what is your specialty dish? Well, see, my specialty, I don't really have a specialty because I like to think that I do all my meals, you know, accordingly. Okay. But if I have to say a specialty, it would be my honey kiss ribs, baby back ribs. I cook them three <laughs> No, I cook those three different ways though. Oh, oh. elaborate. I can cook I can cook them on the on the grill. I can cook them in the oven or I can cook them in the crock pot. Okay. Okay. Now, so according about, to, to how much time you have, this, how you figure out how you're going to cook it? No. Because mm-hmm. if, like, if I'm going to cook them in the, if I'm going to cook them in the crock pot, then of course I'm going to do, I'm going to start my preparations the day before. Okay. You know, I got my own special dry rub that I use. I use, you know, just regular honey. And then, um, like I say, I just kiss it. I just kiss it with the honey. And then now if I cook them in, if I cook them in a crock pot, I use a half a cup of Coca Cola in the bottom of the crock pot. Okay. That gives it a caramel taste to it. Mm-hmm. If I cook them in the oven, I just you know wrap them in aluminum foil, uh, season them up real good, wrap them in aluminum foil, and you know bake them in the oven. Then about after two hours of baking, I pull them out. I might throw a light glaze of barbecue sauce on it sometimes, like I did with the ones Christmas Day, mm. and then stick it back in there, and let it let it um, let it brown, let it cook on. Okay. I will say, just before Thanksgiving, I made my my girls in Atlanta. I was in Atlanta at my brother's house, and I made my ghetto lasagna. Ghetto lasagna. Yeah, I call it ghetto lasagna. Okay. 
Okay. My sister in Lee, my sister in Leesville call it fat boy lasagna. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> she can call it what she wants. And what I do, what I do with the ghetto lasagna, the ghetto lasagna is real easy. Instead of using the lasagna um noodles, mm-hmm. you replace the, the lasagna noodles with either four cheese ravioli noodles or the turkey um uh, the sausage rabbit, uh, sausage uh, ravioli. Okay. So you ground your ground beef. Okay. You throw in a thing of onions. You take uh, my full two scoops of, of cinnamon. You need the cinnamon because the cinnamon is going to make that ground beef pop. You sprinkle the cinnamon on the ground beef while it's still in the frying pan and you get it, get cook it all just right. Mm-hmm. Then you take a jar of um, spaghetti sauce with the thick and chunky spaghetti sauce and add it to the meat and let it simmer for about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Put, a lay- put a layer of uh, raviolis, put the ground beef and uh, spaghetti sauce on top, a layer of cheese, and you do that all the way up. Now, when you get when you get your last layer of noodles on, you want to take some mozzarella cheese and put it on top. Mm-hmm. Baking in, bake in the oven for about 25, 30 minutes. Now, my brother is a real picky eater. Mm-hmm. He's a twin like y'all. He's a twin like y'all. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't touch it. He looked at it. He was like, no, nah, I'm not eating that. <laughs> my kids sitting there smashing it right right his kids come over his kids are twins boy and girl twins they at uh fort valley state right now kenny and Kyra come over can't play can't can't play football the big boy is six two i think six wow. two and about 240 250 yeah wow they they come over they start smashing it so he see all of us eating it, so he gonna grab him a plate. <laughs> and he and when I tell you, I made a big pan, and everybody cleared it out. Wow! That ghetto lasagna, like I say, it's ghetto lasagna because it doesn't take a lot to cook it. One and two, you don't really have. Like I'm not a ricotta cheese. I don't really careful ricotta cheese mm-hmm. but the red you know regular cheese huh? regular cheese and that lasagna is on point okay oh that sounds good now do you guys think that you're good enough to go on one of these you know um cooking shows and be contenders a couple yes. of them okay I, I, I know i can you know i ain't gonna tell you no lie i got i got faith in my skills However, chopped and iron chef, nope, not gonna do it. Nope. <laughs> I, was, I was about to ask about chopped because I love watching chopped. But the thing with chopped is that they give you their ingredient, what they want you to put in it, and have you like reform it and make it into right. something else. Oh. You think you could do that? Some of the stuff off chopped and iron chef, I never heard of. And yeah. I'm like, mm-mm, nope, mm-mm. I go to the pantry, I'm like, okay, look, Judge, that right there, that wasn't even called for in this dish right here, so we left that alone. I don't care if it was a basket gift or not, you know, 
Leave that alone. <laughs> exactly. Focus on this right here, what you got on your plate. Because <laughs> everything I cook, I'm going to tell you like this. Like I, like I tell people, if I'm in the kitchen cooking and you don't enjoy your food, there's a door and you ain't got to never eat eat out of my kitchen again because when I like my grand like my grandmothers both my grandmothers my mom mom and my stepdad mom when they cooked they cooked with love they didn't cook just to be cooking right they was they they had they had like they had passion like and I know we ain't, we probably ain't there yet there are three people that are not allowed in my house ever. <laughs> Betty Crocker, <laughs> Duncan Hatch, <laughs> and the Bakery. Oh my yeah. God! So everything is from scratch from you. Every cake, every cake I make, every pie I make, even my peach cobbler is from scratch. Okay, same with you, Andre. Right? Man, look, if you don't know nothing about that Swain's cake flour, we can't be cool. Ooh, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. Because this this past Thanksgiving, I did something. I took a version of the pineapple upside down cake, mm-hmm. and I flipped it. Yes. <laughs> the, yes. Those shows, yes, they just they showing them their skills. I think those 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 shows show their skills which they do have some good skills and they they talk about cilantros and they talk about all these fancy little things they put in it and this that and the third but making it with love and just you know a pinch here a pinch there and you know putting your own stank on it you feel me that's what cooking is all about to me yes i agree exactly mm-hmm. yep i agree yes so um steaks what do y'all do when you cook in a steak andre frown because i don't like steak oh <laughs> hey i'm i'm a i'm a tennessee country boy where pork is king okay all right so what what kind of pork dishes can you make oh man how much time you get because i'm like i'm like uh <laughs> Smoke folk shoulders, and yep. when it's close to being done, I will cut the skin off, and I'll put the skin over the direct heat so it gets crispy. Ain't nothing better than some real pork skin. Mm. You right about that. I'm telling you, that crackling be off the chain. Yeah, man. <laughs> I just seen all women hurt themselves eating <laughs> <some> pork skin. <laughs> Hurt themselves. Wow. Piece of pork skin given to a teething baby. Oh man, it's better than any pacifier teething ring that you can put in the refrigerator and then let the baby chew on. No, no, no. Give me a pork skin. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah, you're right. Now, this is Katrina speaking, but the first time I had ever seen a a a, a hog really been like made crackling and and, and and pulled pork and stuff I had never seen that but when I was um, like in my early 20s I had my first child and we went to North Carolina 
with my um, mother-in-law's well my yeah my baby daddy's mom and them and they had roasted a, a pig and they made some bomb ass pulled pork and and crackling I was like oh my god I, this is some real country cooking because you know <laughs> a lot of us well we from Florida but you know as military brats we don't really see that in the in our communities doing that kind of stuff that's a country thing you know so exactly that that really intrigued me um and it was so good so good so yep. yeah that's a good one and what else um i like chicken but like i said poor hey give me a big pork steak and you can keep your your t-bone in your porterhouse album i'll go table plate for plate with you with me a pork steak and you your porterhouse your new york strip your t-bone whatever mm-hmm. I, I, i'm a pork guy okay but you know i don't i don't do a whole lot of of salty cooking and um i'm, I'm from the school where if you got to cover it all up with sauce you did something wrong oh, oh exactly yeah. You know, I'm not exactly. This ain't brother's barbecue where they give you more sauce than they give you meat. I'm gonna give you plenty of meat, and the sauce is gonna be on the side to complement the meat. But you gotta taste this meat. You gonna put this meat in your mouth and taste it before you talk about I need some sauce. <laughs> yes. He right about that. He right about that. Okay, yes. Curtis. Because you know, like, sir, like if I do my if I do my baby back ribs on the grill. I will knock you smooth out if you put barbecue sauce on them because the barbecue sauce is not allowed right ribs off the grill. Not mm-hmm. off the grill? Mm-hmm. No. Because my my ribs off the grill by themselves taste that good. Ooh, wow. Oh, Lord. And because like he said, if you know what you're doing, if you season that meat just right, you don't need barbecue sauce. Right. That's just like my, like my steaks. If I'm doing steaks, whether it's ribeyes, um, T-bone, porterhouse, I need me at least a cup and a half of ground coffee. Mm, what's the coffee for? Oh, it has a flavor exit. Bang. It, it, it brings that beef flavor out. Gotcha. You, you, you hand rub that coffee ground into your meat. Mm. Now, never use a, never ever use a fork to turn your meat. I don't care whether it's pork, whether it's chicken, whether it's beef. Always use tongs because exactly. you don't want to puncture. You don't want to puncture that meat until you're ready to eat that meat. Okay, keeps the juices in. It keeps. Yes. It, it not only does it keep the juices in. Once you take that meat up, once you take that steak off the grill, mm-hmm. let it sit for about three minutes before you cut into it. Yeah, you gotta let it rest. Gotcha. You gotta let it rest before you cut into it. Why do you have to let it rest? Because okay. it help it, it helps it, it has to finish cooking. Oh. Whether you want it medium rare, rare, however you want your meat cooked, it still has to finish cooking and you have to let it sizzle for a few minutes before you start to cut into it. Otherwise you cutting into you cutting into it too early. Okay. So that's with so that's with all meat. Yeah, especially well, especially beef. Okay. It's, it's like 
think about it like they tell you when you when you exercise how you got to cool down you don't want to just stop you want to cool down it, it allows the meat to to relax because you've taken it off the exactly meat. so you will see juices running out of the meat but you let it sit there and rest and it's going to soak them juices right back up into the meat as it relaxes and and that much better I know we, we've all seen people as soon as the meat come off the grill or you don't pull it out of the oven and stuff people bite into it and you're doing that mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I. I. Um. I. I mean. I can attest to that. I'm notorious for that. You gotta get. that me. You gotta get that me the chance to the, the, the um soak up soak up the good stuff. Yeah. Like six. Soak it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, yeah. You, both, you both like baked potatoes, right? Oh, I yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm about to give you something that's gonna make your baked potato pop so good. You gonna slap? You might not slap your arm, <laughs> but damn it, you gonna go ask some questions. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. All right. Go to the store, get you the biggest baked potato you can find. Mm-hmm. Take it home, put it in your air fryer. That's right, air fryer. And you cook that baked potato. Mm-hmm. Take it out, cut it open. Drop it in your sour cream, your chives, your bacon bits, your mm. um, sour cream, chives, bacon bits. Butter. Um, butter. And, cheese. Uh, cheese. All that on top, right? Mm-hmm. Now, just before you, just before you get ready to cut into that potato, get you either some ground beef, some ground pork, or, or, or pulled pork, pulled beef, or pulled chicken, and drop right on top of that baked potato. Mm-hmm. And you just eat it. That's one meal all by itself. And don't y'all be having orgasms on this phone? <laughs> I'm like, oh, 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 yeah. I'm creaming that right there. If you put your potato on the grill, take a fork, close in the potato. Exactly. Don't put it right over the fire because you want it to soak up as much smoke as possible. Set it off. Do the what they call the offset grilling. Where you said it, it's gonna be warm, but it ain't gonna be directly over the fire. Cause putting it directly over the fire is gonna dry it out and make it hard. Mm. But it's just, yep. so that potato start running out, it's gonna start <laughs> smoking up that smoke. And you talk about some good eating. Uh-huh. Mm, wow! Oh my god! There's some put it like this. There's some things you can do with, especially like on the grill, mm-hmm. like my salmon. My, my salmon on the grill. I cook my salmon on the grill. Mm-hmm. Okay, look. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. We need to take a, a little break. Okay. We need to okay. take a few minutes break. And then when we come back, we will start back with Curtis on his salmon. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So we'll be back. And, and when we come back, guys, y'all be ready. Okay. I'm always ready. Okay. <laughs> 
Welcome back, everyone, to Twin Lepathy Real Talk Podcast, where we keep it real all the time, and all the time we keep it real. And we are back with our guest, and we're going to start back with Curtis talking about his salmon. Mm-hmm. All right, lady. Get your when, you know, when you out there grilling, they got this. Uh, I got mine from Walmart. It looks like a fish, but it's, it's perfect for the grill. You you go get you a nice fat piece of salmon. You don't ever want to buy salmon and stick it in the freezer. Mm. You mm. you buy salmon, you cook it the day you buy it. Okay. Two things don't freeze: salmon and steaks. If I, if I go to the store and buy steaks that day, you know I'm about to cook them. If I buy salmon, I'm about to cook it. Gotcha. So you get the lemon juice, you get you get the fresh dill, fresh dill, mm-hmm. lemon juice, and then you go in the kitchen and you make up a, a marinade. No, not a marinade, okay. but more like a um more like a dill crust that you want to put over your um over your uh, salmon. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't gonna tell you my secret to my, to my dill crust, but when you make the <laughs> dill crust up, and you just put a light coating of the dill crust on, and you slide that bad boy on the grill, and you leave him on the grill for about a, and you leave him on the grill with the grill top closed so he can absorb that smoke. Mm. And when I say absorb that smoke, you want all the, the only vents open should be the one on the bottom to let the um, fire breathe. When, well, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. What I mean. But you wanna, you want that, you want that salmon to smoke up all that smoke. Because when you when you take that bad boy off the grill, like I said, you might not slap your mama, but you ask her some serious questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, why couldn't we eat like this when we were kids? Yes. Now, yes. what sides would you make with that? Um, with my salmon. Yes. Um. Okay. So it's a seafood kind of day. So with my salmon, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna also complement my salmon with, with some shrimp. Mm. Um. I only buy my shrimp down in Georgia. When I go to Georgia to visit, I live in Indianapolis. When I go to Georgia to visit, I normally pick up about 10, 15 pounds of shrimp because mm. I can't. There's a huge difference between landlocked shrimp and fresh shrimp out the ocean. Mm. And sometimes if I have time, I'll go catch my own shrimp. Mm. So you get your, you get your shrimp. I'm going to cook about six or seven of them, saute them with some butter, some garlic sauce, some garlic salt, um, Lowry seasoning, and a, just a pinch, because you don't want to overpower your shrimp, just a pinch of that um, coon. And you, see, you saute them in the thing. Get your, uh, in the pan, so you got your shrimp, you got your fish, you got your shrimp. Get your nice baked potato, and then now you corn on the cob. Mm-hmm. If you got the if you got the grill going, wrap your corn in the cob and butter. Ooh. Don't just wrap it. Just, don't just wrap it in aluminum foil and stick it on the grill. It'll dry it out. Yeah, it'll dry out. But you wrap you you take put some butter over it. I ain't Mexican. I don't do mayonnaise on my corn on the cob. Oh, yeah, they do mayonnaise on their corn on the cob. Okay. Um, but you take you take your um, you take your butter, a little bit of seasoning, 
put it all on the corner on the car, wrap it up, stick it on, and stick it on the grill, and let it sit for a few minutes. You buy yourself a big ass onion. Big ass onion. <laughs> big ass onion. Trust me, you're gonna like this. Cut the bottom off, cut the top off, peel it off, peel it open. Set it on aluminum foil, get you about a, a, a teaspoon of butter, set it on the top, wrap it in aluminum foil, and stick it on the grill and it'll cook itself. Mm. And then you just you just take the onion and you peel you peel you peel some off, you put it on the side, and you got a meal all its own. Wow. Now what do you drink with that? What do you drink with that? Yes. If you if you're drunk like me, <laughs> you fix your strong island iced tea. Strong island iced tea. A, mm. Oh yeah. Right. Um, strong island iced tea. <laughs> Is I see you make the Long Island like you make a regular Long Island, but then you stick it in the refrigerator for about a week and then come back to it. Okay, mm-hmm. we we gonna we gonna get into that next segment too. Okay. Okay. Welcome back to Twin Lepathy Real Talk Podcast. We have our special guest. Mr. Andre Mays, Mr. Curtis Patterson, talking about their specialty dishes. And now we about to get into my favorite part. Mm, 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 mm. Desserts, honey. Dessert, yes. yes. And we're not talking about just no, like we said, Betty Crocker and all them. They ain't invited. No, they're not invited. No, we're talking about some down home from scratch like your grandmama used to make you feel me exactly. <laughs> yes yes all right all right let's get into it oh we're also going to be discussing some alcoholic beverages also mm-hmm. and, and, some, and some infused fruit Ooh. oh oh you y'all infused? oh my god mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. y'all put on y'all seatbelt for this <laughs> yes okay so we're gonna start with mr andre what let let's get into your your baking. What do you bake and what do you make? Uh, I love cobblers and pies because they're easy. But <laughs> if it's gonna be something quick and I got a lot of people coming, I'll make some cookies. Oh, okay. cookies yeah. are off the chain. This is Katina speaking. This is Katina. Those those cookies are very 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 good. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, I like you know my cookies aren't aren't hard. I like them soft, so they don't stay in the oven as long as you would for a crispy cookie. Uh, I never was a fan of chocolate chip because my grandmother's never made chocolate chip cookies, but they made more of a cake soft type cookie, and that's the way I like my cookies now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. sounds good, Curtis. What are you baking? What well, you make? Um, like Dre, I do uh, pies and uh, <clears throat> pies and cobblers, but my my specialty is a recipe that I got from my grandmother, and it's a nut cake. Mm. And this cake has four full cups of chopped pecans in it. Wow! When you cut it, the cake is about five six inches thick. When you mm-hmm. cut into that cake, you got pecans throughout the entire cake. Mm-hmm. 
Another one of my specialties are my cookies, um, snicker noodles. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I learned how to make I learned how to make snicker noodles in Germany from my boss's secretary. Because I told her I wanted to learn how to bake, and she had a, she said she baked cookies from scratch. And I was like, "Well, will you teach me?" And she invited me over to their house one day, and we went in the kitchen. And a couple hours later, came out with. And when I make snicker noodles, it's not just like the the way that I make mine. It's at least five dozen right. of cookies. So it it ain't no small. Um, batch of cookies you when you make when you make cookies from scratch you're not gonna make just a dozen or two you're gonna make at least five dozen yep okay okay it's cost effective you know yeah it really is yeah yeah sounds like i tried my hand um once and i'm gonna try i'm gonna do it again because i'm a i'm one of those guys i got to try i got to try and get it right till till i perfect it it's the Neiman Marcus cookies. Okay. I don't know if any of you guys. Those cookies are expensive as hell to make. Mm. And when I say expensive as hell, you're going to spend about 60 bucks for the ingredients. Dang. Mm. Oh. Neiman Marcus. You're going to make them. Yeah. 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 But you're going you're gonna to make about, like I said, about six, seven dozen of cookies, and they're going to all be good. Because, I mean, those Neiman Marcus cookies, my ex-wife made them, and, oh, my God, them things were good. I tried my hand once, but I'm going to have to try it again because I don't believe in being defeated by nothing. Especially <laughs> not cooking, huh? <laughs> especially cooking, especially in the kitchen. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so, Andre. Okay. How do you, okay, how do you make your... Which upside down cakes do you make the best, or what? Which ones do you like making? I'll say that. Uh, as far as cakes go, it would be like an old fashioned butter pound cake. Mm, because good. that's what that was my my dad's mother's staple. That was her go to cake. So if I'm I'm thinking cake, it's gonna be one or two that that makes me reconnect with my grandmother's. That's one would be an old fashioned butter pound cake, and there's so many different variations. You can do a sour cream pound cake. You can make a Seven Up cake, but yeah. it, it still comes back to that old fashioned butter pound cake. Mm-hmm. And when I'm really down and depressed, I'm gonna make a ooey gooey butter cake because that was my mom's go-to cake. Uh, ooey gooey it, butter cake? What makes it ooey gooey? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> it's the yeah, process. It's, it's, it's almost a cheesecake consistency. Uh-huh. It, is, it is extremely rich and you only need a little bit of it. It's one of those cakes where if you eat too much of that cake, oh, you're going to get a stomach ache. Your teeth don't hurt because it's sweet and it's <laughs> it's, it's like it's it's real decadent. Mm. It, it's cutting to check that out. Squares, yeah, and it's it's one of those cases where you be like, "What am I gonna do with this little bitty thing?" You know, <laughs> and you you bite into this little piece of cake, and you like, 
damn. <laughs> <laughs> it punches you in your mouth. It punches you in your mouth in a good way. Wow. Okay, how do you know? I'm gonna have to figure that out. <laughs> you know what uh, Curtis I'm going to make sure me and you talk off off the podcast so I can tell you how to do some stuff because like I okay. said what's what's a recipe I, if it don't look like <laughs> I got to throw it out <laughs> exactly and yeah and, exactly. And, I'm th- and I'm thinking y'all two need to go ahead and uh, collab yeah, I got some ideas going on up in my head right now for another <laughs> project. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, and, hey, that's cool. That's cool because I got it's some cool ideas. When you, when you ladies put it out there on 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 y'all on Facebook, you know what topics? Cooking wasn't my first topic, right? Right. And I was like, hmm, I know what I want to talk about. <laughs> I was talking about the being black and armed in America, but when Katrina, when you hit me up and was like, "Hey Dre, what you doing, bro?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Nothing. What's wrong?" You know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, people come to when they got a problem, they talk to me. Right. And like, if I could talk to you in person, I'm gonna feed you and talk, help you talk to your problems. I know that's right. But, you know, something was wrong, and I'm like, "Okay, here come a counseling session. Let me talk to sisters. See what's going on?" <laughs> when you hit me with the uh, we're gonna do a men that cook podcast. You know, I ain't gonna say I did my happy dance, but I did my happy dance. So I was like, I finally get to be on the podcast. <laughs> yes, because you are a loyal listener, and we love you. We we appreciate that. We the words. It's just not words that can say how we really truly feel, and and are appreciated that you listen to us. And Most definitely. It's, so it's it, love. Yes, and it's, it's an it's honor to have you on the show. It's an honor it's to have, honor both, to have you. both of you on the show. It's, so. it's my pleasure to talk with y'all yeah. and to talk with you, Curtis. You know, it's you know we can talk as brats when we see each other at these pull-ups, or you know we talk individually. But when you find somebody else that's got something in common with you, it's like, man, you you a brat and you like to cook, or you a brat and you like to shoot guns. Yeah, you a brat, you know. Yeah. Now wait a minute. I like to shoot guns too. <laughs> See, we definitely gonna you know, talk. We definitely gonna talk. Yes, y'all hey. definitely have to talk. But you know what? Like, like when um when me and twin when me and Katrina first um started talking, I told her I said, you know, y'all need to have because my nieces and nephew nicknamed me Drunk Uncle. They took me on a cruise for my they took me on a cruise for my fiftieth birthday, and they've never seen me really drink because. I drive truck for a living, so I don't drink that often. But when I'm on a cruise ship and I ain't got to drive, then I'm drinking all day. Right. <laughs> so, you know, like I told T, I said, look, y'all need to have me on there because I got I got recipes in my head. I want me one of them, not a big industrial kitchen, just a nice size kitchen where I could get in there. And, you know, because like, my, I got an oxtail stew that'll blow your socks right off your feet. Ooh. Ooh. Oxtails are delicious. Oh, I love oxtails. Mm. I got a, I got an oxtail soup. Hear me when I tell you soup. And the one thing that I used to cut that soup with, you would not believe. What? Pineapple chunks. 
Mm. I believe you. Mm. I believe you. Pineapple chunks. And it, it brings that flavor out so good to literally you'll sit there and eat a whole pot of it by yourself. Oh, wow. If you ain't careful. <laughs> <laughs> but these wow. desserts, you know, these desserts is what's good. But not, okay. Okay. Well, you 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 want a good dessert? Here's another one. You've all had the red velvet cake. Yes, love yeah. red velvet. Love red velvet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pick a cup. What's your favorite color? Green. Green. I may get like green velvet cake. Oh no. my God! Right. I'm, gonna step on, I'm gonna step on Curtis' toes and tell y'all before he tell y'all. <laughs> you know y'all ain't doing nothing but eating chocolate cake, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Really? <laughs> well, you know what? To be honest with you, I just really started eating velvet, red velvet cake. I'm sorry, I okay. I did. I've never really cared to even try it, but then when I tried it, I'm like, oh damn, this is good. Yeah, you've been yeah. you've been missing. Yeah. 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 You can color it any any color that you want. It's still yeah, you a, a good chocolate, a good ass chocolate cake. Put your little <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. keep it moist and you you, you gotta you got a chocolate cake because it's the cocoa powder and sometimes you put a little bit uh, just a touch of cinnamon in there to bring out that extra note in the back of your throat, like wait a minute, this is something else. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. wow. Okay. I did not know it was chocolate cake. Yeah. yeah that, I'm, <laughs> you want to some food color and then changing the color. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. So now, now, um, so now, Andre, tell us about your infused fruit. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a winner with everyone. It's a winner with all the brats. They love they love 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 it. And what, okay, what my well, my used to say, if you can hung, you can heal. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know exactly who might be listening because what what the fruit is infused with is a home recipe. Okay, well, we won't but, say what it is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's some of that. If if you if you guys remember the Beverly Hillbillies, it's it's infused with Granny's rheumatism medicine. Well, whatever it is, it's it's very strong, <laughs> and it will have you off your damn feet. <laughs> oh, I got to try this. It will have okay, your damn I, on your ass. I put it like this: the best, the best two flavors are the pineapple and the grape. Yes, the 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 sweetness and the acidity in that pineapple help turn that rheumatism medicine to a real sippable consistency. But the, if you eat that cold pineapple, oh, it's it's gonna get you. It's gonna sneak up on you. Oh yeah, because I had some people tell me. Boy, ain't nothing in this. And, and ten minutes later, they looking cross-eyed and, and hugging the floor. Oh, <laughs> I e San Antonio. I e San Antonio. Hey, reunion. We gonna we gonna leave TG alone. She said she was wrong, <laughs> and she found out the hard way in the lobby. So we gonna. Leave her alone. 
because she's not here to defend herself. That's right. We just gonna leave I it miss, at TG. Miss, she knows she, who she I is. Miss that part. I miss that reunion, but I won't miss that cruise ship. I won't miss, and I won't miss that one down in Orlando. You can believe that. Oh, definitely. Because I got an old pickle jar in there. I'm gonna make me a whole thing of my own. Um, my uh, strong island iced tea before I come down. Ooh, want to talk about that, Kirby? You want to tell us how you well, do the that? Str- I mean, the strong island iced tea is, is is real simple. It's Long Island iced tea. You get your rum. Now, before I say this, I'm gonna go back. I'm, I'm gonna have to school y'all a bit. When you go buy your liquor, do not, if you can help it, do not buy your liquor in no plastic bottle. Right. I hate liquor in a plastic bottle. Mm-hmm. So you get your rum, you get your gin, all your white liquors, rum, gin, uh, vodka, and tequila. Now, to make the Strong Island, what you want to do is you want to add two cups of each liquor in, the, in, your, in your jug. Then you throw in a cup, no, two cups of triple set SEC, not sex, <laughs> triple set. <laughs> Two cups of that, and then a half a uh, no, one cup of sweet and sour mix. Then you shake it up real good, stick it in the refrigerator, and leave it in the refrigerator for about a week. Mm. Mm. Now, when you take it out the refrigerator and you pour yourself a glass, here's the thing about it: you don't just have to mix it with Coke. You can use pineapple juice or um, Sprite, lemonade, mm. Sprite, lemonade, any type of juice, you, any type, any type of mix you want to put in there. Okay. And you just pour you a little bit in there, and oh my God! Look, if you get through three glasses, you're better drunk than me. <laughs> I can drink two and a half and still be able to function. But that third one, oh my, and see, I drank, me and my partner, we drank out of, you know, the big, thick mugs you get your beer in at, uh, like, Hooters and whatchamacallit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how we drank our Strong Island iced tea. We drank our, we drank ours out of one of those. Oh, wow. That's why, that's why we make it, that's why we make it by the gallon. Well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to drink with y'all, because I'm a lightweight man, shit. <laughs> So am I, but I mean, I have a couple of them fruits, and I'll be all right. Just give me one of them pineapples, and I'm straight. <laughs> yeah, y'all better have me somewhere to crash at, because my ass is going to be out. <laughs> I got another I got another one for you. You talking about the pineapple. Mm-hmm. Get you one of them baby watermelons. Mm-hmm. The little small one. Baby watermelon, okay. <laughs> I know where he going with this one. Oh, God. Cut a hole in it. Pull it out. Get you a bottle of straight grain alcohol. 100 proof. Turn the bottle upside down and let all the liquor drain inside the um, watermelon. Put it in the refrigerator and let it sit for about three days. Damn. Then eat the watermelon. (laughs) If you can. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. Ooh. Oh, that should have had your ass laid out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we ain't gonna talk about the fruit cocktail. 
you take you, you take you take about three cans of fruit cocktail and you put it in um some vodka some rum and some gin and you let it sit for a day in the refrigerator and then the next day you take it out of the refrigerator throw the liquor away and eat the fruit if you can mm. Okay. Just don't try. Just don't try and cry. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, do, do any of y'all know how to make hunch punch? <laughs> sweetheart, I, sweetheart, I, I went to a historically black college. I went to a historically black college. Ask me that again. Hey, you know what? And it make, does it make y'all hunch? <laughs> I, I can't. I can't speak. I, I have. I have a restraining order against speaking out again about what happened in at Savannah State College. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Lord have mercy. Now you know. You, mm-hmm. you you know the ingredient in this darn hunch punch that gives you that energized feeling or, or whatever you want to call it ain't nothing but ginseng. Oh yep. what? You gonna hunch anyway. <laughs> don't, don't let that liquid courage get you in trouble. <laughs> you will be in trouble. Oh my god. So wow. this is this is has been a crazy, crazy, crazy conversation. And I'm really loving this food thing. So is there anything else? that you guys can think of that you really like to do in the kitchen Besides well I know sex. well I, I do know this I do know that Andre has a food truck so tell us about your food truck and what what do you um do you do like events yeah I, I do events and I go to three of the hospitals here because uh, three of them don't have a cafeteria for the doctors and stuff to go to or the families to go to. And I'll set up like at St. Jude, I usually do their employee um, carnival. And it is just something to give back. And then um, I usually do a fundraiser for the Memphis Food Bank. That's, that's something that's popular. And I really enjoy doing that. Oh, wow. How long have you been doing those those things? Since 2013. Uh, that's wow. amazing. That's, that's, amazing. That's, amazing. that's one thing I've always wanted to do was be able to give back to not just my community but just to anyone in need. So that that really brings that that really warmed me to my heart. Um Yeah. Yeah. And if if people want to do an event with you, how do they get in contact with you or if they want something that you make? But we'll start with you, Andre because you have your stuff. Okay. Uh it's a it's a word of mouth thing because I try not to I try not to get myself overwhelmed because it's it's easy to get overwhelmed but it's it's I've got business cards and on Instagram my Instagram page is have smoke will travel that's how you can get in touch with me all the the information is there but for people that know they they just generally call me like Drake can you smoke me a turkey or can you do me a ham or can you do this I'd be like well, who is it for and I, I pick and choose mm-hmm. I, I do a lot of stuff for senior citizens because that's 
one of our greatest treasures. And if I can give back to them, <laughs> get a chance to sit down and talk to those seniors, they can tell me some of the stuff they cooked. And, you know, I've, I've done events and talked to people that actually marched with Dr. King and were able to tell me about what it was like not to be able to go where they wanted to go and to be called different names and stuff. And I'm like, y'all better than me. Wow. wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Not everybody gets that opportunity to talk to, you know, our, our, our senior citizens who have been through a lot of things that we will never have any concept of. You know, it's just something right, that we've heard. You know? I can't imagine not being able to go freely where I want to go. Right. Right. And, and for them to be able to sit there and tell you all the things that they went through, like I, I, my mom is in a is is like in that last generation that actually was in the civil rights movement, and I talked to her about a lot of stuff. And my dad, but my dad he looked crazy, so I don't pay too much attention <laughs> to him. But my mom, <laughs> is stuff. and it's it's like it it brings to light things that you see on TV now, and you like really yeah. like this 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 is like modern day lynching the stuff that they're doing and my mom's like no it ain't mm-hmm. it's right. it's far more worse than you actually know the little stuff that you think you know is just the tip of the iceberg yeah. and so exactly. you you know you talk to these people while you know you know cook them a meal and sit down and just trying to tell them you know i appreciate the stuff that you did you know you you were in that generation that helped bring about a change so yes. whatever advice you got to give me, I'm gonna listen to you. I know that's right. I know that's right. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah, and that's something that we need to instill in our kids that the older generation they know and they can guide us and tell us what they did, you know, and appreciate that, you know. True. So yeah. And Curtis. Well, I mean I generally cook for me and my family, but if somebody out there wants something that I that I can cook, you know, um, or if you're gonna have a barbecue and you need a grill master, um, if I can be there for you, I'll be there for you. You know, um, hit me up on Facebook, hit me up. You know, um, I can, you know, bake 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 some goods for you and you know ship them to you if you want me to. Um, I don't charge a whole lot for stuff like that but I, I've done it for you know I've done it for family members and for friends <clears throat> but my whole thing is um, you know if I can help and I'm in a position to help I'm, I'm there for you because I, I, I believe in you know like Dre I believe in giving back um, with my schedule the way I work right now I just have my weekends off so you know, if, if somebody needs something, wants something, you want to try some of my, you know, hit me up on Facebook or, or Yahoo Messenger, um, and let me know, and we'll work something. We'll work out something. I get it done and, and get it in the mail because my daughter and then that talking about she want want some cookies. <laughs> well, Dre, you know I've been asking you for some more cookies, and I want my cookies. Okay, you got to all you got to do is give me your address because uh, hey, <laughs> my inbox lighting up now because somebody is reminding me that I'm supposed to ship them some fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so I shall, I shall be sending my address too, Drake. Shit, I want me to okay. get tea. Now, yeah, because yeah, 
you didn't get a chance to taste the cookies in San Antonio. No. So I got you. Okay, good, good. Now I know you know there's some events coming up. Um, I know there's an Atlanta event. Um, I'm not sure if I'll be able to make that one or not. I don't know. But uh, whoever goes, I hope you know y'all can you know bring something to, for them to sample. Mm, oh yeah, I'm, I'm trying to make the schnitzel tour in Atlanta in February. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah, I'm. Okay. I'm de- uh, drinking. I definitely get down there myself. And matter of fact, I'm, I'm, um, I'm gonna make up. I'm gonna make up one of those uh, peach uh, crown peach cobblers. Mm. Man, I I probably do a couple of cakes. Um, cause I, I with you know I I experiment with liquor too. Cause I make a um, one of my cakes. I take um the salted caramel crown. Mm. Okay. And I use the salted caramel crown to make a, uh, a a glaze to go over that cake. Over the um, it's just an ordinary um, pound cake, but I made a salted caramel crown, uh, salted caramel glaze to go on top. Ooh, okay. Ooh, wee. Yeah. And then the pineapple upside down cake, mm-hmm. I do, I do it in layers: layer of pineapples, cake mix, second layer of pineapple. Second layer cake mix, third layer pineapple, cake mix, bake. Wow. Mm. I like it. <laughs> Bro, try it. I'm telling you right now, try it. Because my nieces and nephews, when we got to Louisiana for Thanksgiving, because I was in Louisiana, Leesville for my niece's wedding, they destroyed the cakes before we got there Wednesday night, and the cakes were gone before dinner the, um, the next morning. Dang. Oh, oh, my damn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, like I said, if, if somebody if somebody want me to do something, cook something from I'm I'm in I'm in Georgia. My kids live in Georgia, so I, I'm down in the ATL maybe five, six, seven times a year. I'm planning on I was planning on moving down there this year, but that don't, don't look like it's gonna happen. So maybe next year this time I'll be able to move down. So but in the meantime, in between time, if somebody needs something, wants something, or if, if somebody want to pick my brains about something, just hit me up. Okay, that's good. That's good. Sounds good. So again, you know, we really, really, really want to thank you two for being on the show with us. We always like to have guests on because it always brings a different flavor to our shows. Mm-hmm. And we thank everybody for tuning in with us. Do you guys have any shout outs before we go? Uh, I just want to say shout out to all the brats. I can't wait till the Snitzel uh, jump off in August. I mean, in uh, February. I can't wait till the cruise in June and uh, or, uh, or in Orlando get together because I want to meet some more brats because. I've been in. I've been locked down in a truck for the last 18, 19 years. So it's time for me to get out here and meet some old, see some old friends. Um, Irving, Irving Johnson, a um, couple of, and a couple of other old friends I hadn't seen since I left Germany. So it'd be nice to see some old, some some familiar faces from that time. Cool. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say shout out to all the branches as well. And to you, Katina and Katrina, and you, Curtis, my new 
partner in crime. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you in February and meeting up with you in February. I'm sure we could we could sit back and talk about some stuff. But uh, all the brats, it's 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 unity. Yes. No matter what school you went to, no matter what continent it was on, we got something in common, and that's moving. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not making, yeah. not when when we're kids we don't consider the ramifications of the people that we meet, what it's gonna do. It's thirty years later, right? And I'm, I'm I'd be excited when I when I get a phone call or a text message from some of the people that I went to high school with in Germany, and it's two and three years because this will be my fourth reunion mm-hmm. in June. Okay. So it's it's three and two years that I get a, a messenger hit up or or a text message from people that I'm I'm just becoming in contact with. So it, it doesn't matter if it's been three years or if it's been 30 years that I've been knowing you. Y'all my friends and I love y'all and I appreciate y'all so much. Yes, I love you too. I love you too. So I have a quote. Um, it says, great minds have purposes, others have wishes. Awesome. Yeah, I like that's that. That's deep. Like yeah, that's really deep. Okay, because yeah. wishing ain't gonna get you nowhere. <laughs> I know, so right? That's true. That's true. No. Great minds have purposes, so you, we have purposes. But if you just wishing, you're not doing anything. You gotta not execute that wish. Yes. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, Definitely. and I would like to uh, shout out. This is Katrina, Queen Angel, as they <laughs> call me. Um, shout out to you guys. Um, shout out to you, Katina. You're the best co-host I have. Never would do this with anyone else. To the Brat family, to my brother, um, Sorelli Yell, I love you. Um, to God first, because if it wasn't for him, this would not be happening. Um, we live in our dreams, girl. And yes, we are. Get better. 2020 is so is gonna be so much better as far as our business wise and and our podcast goes. So you guys stay tuned for Twin Left and Deep Real Talk podcast and the Wonder Twins. We got some things up our sleeve. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. Right. We also have shirts on sale, and we've uh, put out the designs of the shirts on Facebook on our Facebook page. Um, please support us. We appreciate any any kind of support that we can get even if it's just listening you know we appreciate that the most yes all right yeah and if y'all have anything y'all want to talk about any good topics um if you want to be a guest on the show or if you know just want to give us some good feedback bad feedback whatever we're open to anything you guys email us at twinlepathyrealtalkpodcast at gmail.com and we also have a page uh, actually it's a private group on facebook it's called the official twin lepathy real talk podcast group and it is fucking lit right now like <laughs> yes. i wonder why i wonder why yeah um but we appreciate all of our members and 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 you guys just feel free to put whatever you want on there as long as you know you're not a, a well nobody's getting offended by anything so I can't say that but just be courteous to everybody but we're accepting new members so if y'all have any friends that y'all want to invite guys y'all go right ahead and we'll approve them so well, I'm gonna say, I'm I'm say this 
as grown folks, if you're offended by something, you need to check that at the door because when someone put to, to me, when someone puts something out there, it's not it's not to offend, more so to entertain. And I know some things something doesn't have, some people do have limits of their entertainment. Right. You know, don't take stuff so personal. I don't take life serious. Yeah, right. I, I, it's fun. I'm. I tell people all the time, life is what you make it. If you take life too serious, you end up in a box. Yes. 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 And I'm trying to be sixty-seven. I'm trying to be seventy, eighty years old, watching my grandkids play in the front yard <laughs> while I'm sitting on the porch drinking, drinking some drinking, looking at my. Future, my next ex-wife, like, come here, girl, let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't forget smoking the weed now. You know, we we'll continue to talk about hey. that. Now we're rocking chills on the soup. As soon as they legalize weed, hey, as soon as they legalize weed, trust me, it's all weed. Hey, like I tell people, I got short-term memory loss because of the amount of weed I smoked when I was in college. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I went to I went I went to school every day lit. Yes. Wow. What? Somebody had to do it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so, if there's anything else anyone would like to say, we're gonna be out. Anybody else? All right, right lady. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. And you know, I look forward to doing this again with you, ladies. Definitely, so definitely, nice. definitely. All right. You ladies have a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.